Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Okay, the room tone has been received. Time for a little sound checky-check-check. Oh, these ancient skies, I've had these wandering eyes, but you took me by surprise when you drafted me at number two, at number two, oh, at number two, who the fuck are the Niners gonna take at number two? Okay, sound sounds pretty good. Here we go. Three, two. One. We're back. We sitting here. I supposed to be the franchise player. And we in here talking about practice. back baby it's the charity stripe hit your free throws because they free sewed 146 coming at you hotter than sewed 145 and i am flanked on my left and right by nikki snacks Kreider and josh fisher <laughs> joshua tagovalua joshua tagovalua nick that that's nick's new nickname shua for josh. shua tagovalua shua that's all it's a solid nickname honestly. shua it's my it's one of my fit more i like schwa or shua that's a, yeah, it's like a solid Stump the schwa. schwa. It's, it's better than like Fish or Fisher. I feel like I'm five when people call me that. There's also like nothing unique about that. Nothing. Everyone with the last name Fisher is called Fish. Most people my most people my family are. That's what they were called. Since the, since the one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish since the, se- since the 1700s. Just keep swimming, baby. Just keep swimming. And as always, guys, for all the fans at home, for all the listeners, we are brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network the number one podcast network in the city of Los Angeles, which Josh always reminds us is a huge city. It's Los just, Angeles. It's a bunch of places. It's pretty big. It's pretty big. It's like 10 little cities built into one big city. I feel like there's I feel like there's more. I feel like every like, week I hear of like a new place in this fucking place, in this city. Am I crazy or no? Yeah, no, I mean I I know yeah. most of them, but you're a little crazy. Yeah, I know. 
We also don't drive. I don't we drive. drive, so like we actually have to. That's true. Know We've explored the city. Our way around town. You just hop in a lift and talk sports to your Lyft driver. That's so true. I had no, I paid no attention. Plug, to plug the stripe to them. Speaking of Lyft drivers, do they believe? Believe, 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 believe. Yeah, but guys, we're super excited for this episode because it is the Sunday night. It'll be dropping on Monday morning, as per usual, APU, before Thursday of the NFL draft, which I know Nick and Josh are super, super pumped about. So pumped about we got off work that day. <laughs> yeah, Josh and I both usually work on Thursday nights, but we have requested off to I, watch it at 5 p.m. sharp I, Pacific Standard Time. I, I requested off a month in advance. I requested off before to get the NFL draft off before my sister's graduation. <laughs> are you guys, guys going to leave the couch at all? No. Once mm. I'm there, I'm there. Nope. Glued to the couch, looking at the screen all day. I'd I'd sooner piss in a water bottle. It's it's my favorite sporting event in in, in all of sports. Yeah, you're a draft junkie. Junkie, love it. That's like one of my. After I mean, you fan, were in the movie draft day. I literally was in the movie draft day. We should post With that. Kevin clip. Costner. We yeah, can. Um, we can toss. Okay, so the way that we're gonna break it down here is we're gonna go pick by pick. I will uh, act as the commissioner. The the much hated commissioner of the NFL draft. Boo. Yeah, you can boo me. That's fine. That's fine. I'm going to boo you once at random. Josh will take the odd picks. Nick will take the even picks. We will go team by team and we'll give you a little bit of analysis. Um, and I'll ask some questions <coughs> intermittently just to, you know, kind of dig deeper. Spice things up. Yeah, so you got Togman Shea and Mel Kuyper here, basically. Mm. Yeah. No, so. you got Nick Kreider and Josh Fisher. Yeah, better than Todd McShay. No, they're good. Way better they're looking. Getting, they're getting old. Yeah, we are better looking. Yeah. McShay's not that. McShay's pretty handsome. He's a handsome guy. Kyber Jr. is just loud. I, I, I dig him. He's no. not. He's not easy on the eyes though. No, no. Nah. He's intense. I love his hair though. I love the slick back. It like he looks like he's like permanently like put hairspray in it and hasn't. It's like not changed shape or form. Can oh. you imagine the dirty talk that guy has with his wife? I, no. <laughs> okay, we're gonna move on. We're just gonna get this Talking thing about going. Four four. <laughs> with. Wow, that was fast. <laughs> the first pick in the NFL draft, the Arizona Cardinals select Josh. Kyler Murray, quarterback at Oklahoma. There's no point in going against the grain here. Only way Murray isn't taken first is there's a trade for the top pick. And I got to be honest with you guys, I really respect what the Cardinals have done in a weird way. I don't like how they've handled the whole Rosen thing. I do feel a bit bad for him. But they've played it extremely close to the chest in an era where everything's almost leaked immediately. Players, you look at the NBA, it's kind of the opposite the way the NBA has gone where players, when a player wants out of a city, it's leaked right away. The Cardinals have played it close to the chest, and they're kind of holding, for no pun intended, all the cards. They could do multiple things in this situation. They could take Kyler Murray and trade Rosen, where I think they'll get like a second-round pick from an early second-round pick. The Redskins, the Dolphins, the Giants, I'm sure will be involved in the mix for that. Even like a dark horse team like the Broncos, you could see mm -hmm. get in there. Maybe the Raiders, weirdly. Get him yeah. a rookie deal, try to swing out Derek Carr. They have to figure out a way to get rid of Derek Carr's contract, though. I don't know that many teams are interested in doing that. Yeah, I think he, I, th I think the Raiders are going to have a tough time. There's no point in them going after a quarterback, but they are a dark horse team that people like to mention. They could keep Rosen. They could draft a Nick Bosa or Quinton Williams, two guys we love, or even a Josh Allen, and, and really go ham over there. Or, you know what they can do is they can trade this pick. They can. They maybe they 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 might be looking at the Rosen deals they're receiving, and they might be looking at the first overall pick deals they're receiving, and valuing which one they like more. If they get a really good Rosen deal, they're going to swing on that. If they get a really good deal on an offer they can't refuse for like a Bosa, they're going to swing on that pick too, or a Quinn and Williams. And what's like a a possible 
possible package that they could get if they wanted to. I'm trying to trade think. Of, that I'm trying pick. to think of a team that can swing in there. And weirdly enough, I think a dark horse. If this is not being mentioned at all, and I don't think this will happen. But if in a situation where they, a team trades for the top pick and they don't go after Kyler Murray, I think it could be the Packers where they trade the twelve and the thirty oh. and maybe something else to go up and get Bosa, which would be very interesting. If I'm Green Bay, a guy gotta consider that. Right, even though I think offensive line's a big need for them, I think I gotta consider that. Um, but I, a team like the Giants can move up. But if they're gonna move up, there's no point in moving to the one. They can move to the three and get Haskins or Murray, and really not have to give up a, the extra picks they ha- would have to to get to the one. How far does Murray fall if he doesn't get picked at one by the Cardinals? Ooh, if that's tough to say because if he does not go one to ten, the Cardinals, I think ten. Ten's the farthest he'll fall. Yeah. Um, to the Broncos, but you're gonna get a team to fly. A team's gonna fly in there. The team's gonna fly in there, and I mean the Jets. The Jets are sitting the prettiest of any team in football right now because if Murray doesn't go one, um, unless the Niners give up their pick, which I don't think they should, nope. I think they could sit pretty and take Williams, Josh Allen, or Bosa. I think that's the smartest thing for that franchise to do. I think the Jets need more than the Niners do. Weirdly enough, they had a lot of injuries the Niners last year, so I think the Jets can move out from there. But I think right now it's safe to say the Cardinals. We did hear a report today that the Cardinals are out on Kyler Murray. I'm not ready to buy that right yet because we haven't heard anything else from anybody. There was one source I saw that they just said that they may be out on Kyler Murray, and then I didn't see any follow-up sources at all. So it, there was no elaboration. So. We've, 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 you know, they may be playing teams right now against each other. But that being said, something deep in my heart does believe that if Josh Rosen was their guy, they would come out and say it. And I think they do have some questions with him. He wasn't great last year. He's always had that back problem that he had in college, and that's always been a massive question mark. It's the reason he wasn't the first quarterback taken last year. And some character issues, when there's smoke, there's fire. We always say that. Kyler's a high-character guy. We know what he can do with the football. I don't think height really matters. You could look at Russell Wilson. You could look at Drew Brees. And he also plays behind monsters at Oklahoma. So I like Kyler Murray going first overall, and I think it's very comfortable and it's a good way to start the draft. Okay. With the second overall pick, the San Francisco 49ers take. Nick Bosa. I mean, you got to go with the guy, I think, with the highest ceiling. Um, a lot of analysts have him as the number one rated player in this entire draft. So you're a number one? Um, yeah, I think he is, actually. Because, you know, I I look at him, and I think at minimum you're going to get his, like the same thing as his brother. He's a little bit smaller than his brother, but I think he's more athletic than his brother. Mm-hmm. Um, the health issues do kind of scare me a little bit because both Bosa brothers have had that those issues Mm -hmm. you know I mean you've seen Joey have issues while he's with the Chargers hasn't been able to play a full season yet um and then then Nick Nick missed almost all the year last year yeah and that was huge but I think if you're the Niners I mean recent memory has shown that they've they've spent a lot of their first round picks on defensive linemen and I don't Buckner Thomas right and just get D4 too exactly and I don't think that they're gonna shy away from that and I I mean it's not gonna be something sexy for the Niner fans but um because they're so used to seeing that um, but I mean, I think you, you can't pass up on this opportunity to have him play, you know, with Solomon Thomas and, and get that edge rush that you need to, mm. to solidify that, that D line that could become one of the scariest defensive lines in the entire NFL. I think, yeah, I, mean, I think in the, in the last two weeks, what I've been looking at analysts say is that Bosa has really jumped to becoming the top prospect for almost everyone. Yeah. While think, they acknowledge that Kyler Murray will likely be the first pick. They are talking about Joey Bosa. He's just a safe pick, I think. You know that whole family. They, I mean, their their dad played, and you know his brother played. Their their entire family has has been in the league, and they have the work ethic, and they have the mentality, and you know you're not going to get any off the field issues. And I mean, the only thing is if he stays healthy. And like, look, these guys they come back from injuries 
so easily nowadays. You could say that about most people too. Yeah, and I think I will say one thing. One of the things, obviously, the quarterback's most important position, but not only having dominant, great football players on both sides of the line, but versatility on the line and depth on the line. You look at the Patriots, okay? You look, they have depth in the offensive line. Right, Isaiah Wynn went down, they didn't miss a beat. You look at the Eagles who won a couple years back, depth on the defensive line. The Rams go out and get sued. They go out and get Fowler Jr. Everyone's like, wow, why are they beefing up their defensive line? They already have so many good players. Depth on the defensive line. They have Thomas, they have Ford, they have Buckner, they have Armstead. But you know what? Thomas is great against the run, not great against the pass rush. You know, spelling him with Bosa, easing him in to get back from injury, I think it's a very good pick. I think it's a very safe pick again. Mm -hmm. Okay, with the third overall pick, the New York Jets choose josh allen edge kentucky the jets are again the top cannon to trade out of this spot they're sitting pretty i think they're sitting very pretty um because even if it happens you could get a you could get a rush of quarterbacks you could get the niners trading the two pick and the jets could end up with bosa i mean uh, the, the jets i think are in the best spot of any team in this draft they got darnold last year they gave up a bevy of picks last year they gave up three second rounders including their second rounder this year to the colts Right, so they want to get, they want to acquire more picks. That being said, they bring in Greg Williams, who's an absolute psychopath, but a fantastic defensive coordinator. And Allen is just a versatile player. I can't, I can't decide who I like more, him or Quinn and Williams. But I do know one thing is for sure: the Jets need desperate help at getting to the quarterback. Okay. And it's not even about beating Brady. If you're the New York Jets, you have to look at the Miami Dolphins. And go, that's two games we have to win this year. And you have to sack the quarterback, and you have to have a mean defense. You look at Josh Allen. You look at the Buffalo Bills, okay? He doesn't have great weapons right now prior to the draft. They don't have that great offensive line prior to the draft. I think that'll change. But you got to look at Josh Allen. He's a young quarterback. you got to get to him. That's two games you got to win. A guy that you got to have a guy that can tackle him five yards up the field when he, when he scrambles. Absolutely. Allen can drop back into coverage. He can come off the edge. He's super powerful. He's super athletic. He's super fast. And he's very strong. He's got a great nose for the quarterback. He's a little bit raw in some areas, but I think Williams is a good enough coach, and he's versatile enough that I think he'll find a good way to use him, whether he's in technique three down or he's standing up. Um, I, I just think he's the right guy for the system. He's the right guy for what the Jets got to do right now. If you're the Jets, you got to win four. You got to go four and two if you want to make the playoffs in the AFC East. And I think Allen gives you your best bet to do that as much as I like Quinn Williams. Great. With the fourth overall pick, the Oakland Raiders select. The Oakland Raiders of Las Vegas select Quinn and Williams. <laughs> That's right, guys. Remember, they'll be in Las Vegas in a couple of years. Um, I think you got to take best available here. Um, this guy is Josh's favorite guy in the entire draft. He yeah. thinks if Kyler Murray wasn't, you know, talked about being at number one overall, then Quinn and Williams would be number one overall, don't you think? Like if I was picking number one, yeah. who would I, I would take Quinn and Williams first overall. Yeah, I mean, they do have two solid defensive tackles on the roster, and quarterback cornerback is more of a need. But with that being said, I mean, if you're picking in the top ten, unless you know you want to go for a quarterback, which I don't think they're going to do right away because they need to get rid of Derek Carr first, um, then you got to take best available. And he's a guy that's going to immediately be, be double teamed every time you play against him. Um, and that is huge for the defense. I mean, you look at defenses like like the Rams. Aaron Donald is constantly double teamed. Constantly. Um, and, you know, Gerald McCoy is constantly double teamed in, in Tampa Bay. I mean, like I mean, Chris Jones, Fletcher Cox. Yes. I mean, and, I mean, Joseph. and it opens up things for your, for your outside um, ends in the rush pass rushers. Um, and then he also has the ability to play on the outside, too. So Quinnen Williams is definitely the pick here. Um, you kind of you, you get that rusher that you lost in Khalil Mack, not as big as a presence because he doesn't play linebacker, but he has the opportunity to be like an Aaron Donald, I think. I think outside of these top three defenders, they could 
and that they could go Devin White. That's one guy I would consider. Just, I, yes, I could totally see that just because of the fact that Khalil Mack was such a presence there for him, and mm-hmm. the AFC West, like they've always, every team has like a sick linebacking core. It's the same, and you need to have it because exactly. the tight ends, the the, the short routes that they throw, yep. it's, it's a gun, it's like slinging out out west. Exactly. Is, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, the Chiefs, you know, in recent years they've had D Ford and and Justin Houston, and you know the Chargers, even with Melvin Ingram. Um, and then you have um, the Broncos with Von Miller and so Khalil Max. Like if you had a guy in the in Oakland who could do that, who can kind of fill those shoes, Devin White's your guy. I yeah, think. I mean you got to deal with Hunter Henry and Travis Kelsey for four games in the oh, season yeah. as so, well. But I just do. I think Williams is a step ahead, and I think he can change the game like you're saying, like Donald can. You can't pass up on Williams. You can't. If you have the four picks, especially when you that's have a, two I feel other like, picks in the twenties. I feel exactly. like that's a steal at four. I feel like it's a steal at four too, and that's a good point, Toss. You have two other picks at twenty four and twenty seven. You can bolster that defense with. Yeah, well, you, you can, can get an edge you, guy. You there. can get a guy like Devin Bush, or you can get a guy like Rashawn Gary or Montez Sweat. So if they drop, if which, they drop, yeah, which is possible. All right, with the fifth overall pick, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select. Ironically, they select Devin White, linebacker LSU. I think White. I mean, Toss, he might be your favorite. He's my. He's favorite. my favorite. I mean, I'm biased, but he is my. No, favorite. he's a, he's also my favorite player. And both your favorite players. Yeah, in the we've draft. talked about this in previous. Service. I love him too. He's like top five for me. And he's the most athletic guy in the draft. He's very athletic and he's very versatile. And he's played inside, but I think he could be used in the outside as well, which is a reason I think Todd Bowles, who's now running the Buccaneers defense, would jump to grab Devin White. I'm curious to see who you compare him. To in the NFL draft, I'm not sorry. In the NFL right now, and and they could be active or former players. Who's the best comparison? Because he's not huge. Mm-hmm. He's not huge. He's a little bit undersized, I think. But he for can the do a lot. Position. It's crazy. He kind of re- he remind his versatility, his speed, his athleticism, the way he can control a defense, his his presence on the defensive front. Is Darius Leonard a wild comparison? A guy that just came out last year? No, it's not I wild, think, but the, the fact that we only have one year of a sample. But I, it could be. He could size. have a year like Darius Leonard just had. And oh, it won't definitely. be as much of a surprise because Darius Leonard kind of came. He's a second-round pick, sure, but he kind of came out of the woodworks and no one really saw that coming out of him. But a guy like that who can really do it all. You can line him up pretty much anywhere across the across you know your linebacking group and I think the Buccaneers I think I don't think they need offense at all I think with with everyone healthy and that offense is ready to go with Bruce Arians like a veteran coach getting Jameis where he needs to be you have Jameis Winston you have OJ Howard Cameron Brate's a really good number two Mike Evans Mike Mm -hmm. Evans is a top five maybe tight five wide receiver in the league I like Godwin I'm I'm cool with Godwin and if they need to get a receiver they can get a receiver in the third round they can get McLaurin in the second they get a Riley Ridley in the third there's guys that are going to drop they could snag and I I think the Buccaneers got to go D I think they got to go best player available and I think it's Devin White he slots right in there they lost Quan Alexander and I think he's a really good fit with the sixth pick in the NFL draft, the New York Giants select. New York Giants are going to go with Dwayne Haskins. I believe they're going to go with Dwayne Haskins because they're going to, I mean, they just, they're just done with Eli Manning, you know, and I think they need to move on from him. Um, they traded away Odell Beckham. Um, they got another first-round pick, so they can afford to take the quarterback at number six. Um, do, I mean, I think Dwayne's the most talented quarterback in this class. Um, yeah, Kyler's more of like a unicorn you know, he can do it all, run, pass, um, had amazing numbers in college. But people forget that Dwayne Haskins had almost similar similar numbers in college, you know, and he played for the one of the best teams in college football in Ohio State. And uh, I, I think he's the guy, and he's I think he's the most polished. I think he's the most NFL-ready. Um, it's interesting. We, we saw a quote that Brett Favre said about um, quarterbacks in the NFL, and he said, 
um, the great or so any college. Um, let's read it. Most quarterbacks can throw it through a door. Good ones can hit a door handle, but all the pros they can throw it through a keyhole. That's Dwayne Haskins. I think that's a great point. I think that's Dwayne Haskins too. And a, a hot take here, I think he's the best quarterback in this draft. I think he's the best quarterback in next year's draft. And I think he's the best quarterback in last year's draft. I think people are shying away because they only see one year of him. He's not as flashy as Kyler Murray. He doesn't have the, the ticket sales that Kyler Murray has. And the Giants, you just spent the second overall pick on Saquon Barkley. And right or wrong, whether I agree with it or not, that's what they've done. And Saquon's an unbelievable talent. He's so good that they were able to trade Odell Beckham Jr. I think they signed Odell Beckham Jr. because they didn't know how Saquon would be. They look at it, they go, oh, we, we could save some money here. We're going to lose some money, we're going to lose some face, but we could pick up a first-round pick. We could focus the offense around Saquon. We could lock up Sterling Shepard. We have Ingram, right? We don't need Odell, who hasn't necessarily been fully healthy, right? And I, listen, you could look at Andre Johnson, Calvin Johnson. If your wide receiver is your best player in the team, you're not winning games. No. Nope. I don't care how the NFL's changed. Mm-mm. And they need to capitalize on Saquon Barkley because they've spent a lot of draft capital. And they got to capitalize in his prime. And I think Haskins is a phenomenal quarterback. And my favorite part about Haskins is he spreads the ball around fantastically. And that is what you need to do in the NFL if you want to succeed. And the Giants have a lot of weapons, and that's been an issue about getting each of the guys their touches. The other scenario that I see happening here is a potential trade. If they decide to go after Josh Rosen, mm-hmm. because I mean, if Kyler Murray's going to Arizona, best believe Rob they're going to tr- try to trade Rosen, and yeah. and the Giants are a very likely destination for him. Mm-hmm. Um, if that happens, I could see the Giants trading back, and someone going up at six to try to get Dwayne Haskins, because they don't need a Dwayne draft. They don't need to draft Dwayne Haskins if they're. Picking it. So trade like this. Trade, like, Rosen. trade like the 37 through Rosen and maybe a fourth rounder for Rosen. Move back from the six to like the 10 to the Broncos or yeah. to the 13 or four, 15 with Why the Redskins not? Dolphins. It's possible. I mean, I listen, I can't poo poo that. It's a very logical situation. Okay. With the seventh overall pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars select TJ Hawkinson, tight end, <laughs> Iowa. Nick, this is where you and I really, really disagree on picks here. And I think a guy who you would take here, Juwan Taylor. Offensive tackle, Florida, a Florida guy staying in Florida. Yeah, I mean, you got to protect the guy that you just are paying $88 million to, Nick Foles. Absolutely. And if you want to, I mean, look, Leonard Fournette, he was injured last year. He didn't have the most productive year. But if you want to get that run game going, you got to build that offensive it's line. the same thing I said with Saquon Barkley. You got to, you got to, you know, invest in your draft capital. That being said, Foles has no weapons yeah. on this team. And Hawkinson is, could be an invaluable talent. Look at the Chiefs, man. As good as Tyreek Hill is, okay, as good as Sammy Watkins is, as good as the running back community they had was, Kelsey is the guy. He's the best weapon on that team. Ertz is the best weapon on the Eagles. It is no shock that these offenses are good. And look, the Eagles were great with Foles and Ertz. It's a great combination. Foles needs a good tight end. And Hawkinson is an awesome blocker, which is huge. As good as Rob Gronkowski was in the open field, as good of a catcher, pass catcher as he was, one thing that was so rarely mentioned, which was completely bonkers to me, was how good of a blocker he was. It was like having a sixth offensive lineman. Hawkinson is massive. He's like 6'5", 6'6", like 250, 260. He's a behemoth of a man, super athletic, moves very well, runs a 4'7". All right, he can catch any pass. He's good 10 yards out. It's a great blanket for Foles. It'll really help get – you don't need that offense to – that good of a defense, you don't need that offense to explode for 35 points. But they do have to get 24 points to control a lot of game clock. I think Hawkinson helps him do that. 
and he's a better prospect than Juwan Taylor is. Otherwise, if Juwan, if Juwan Taylor was a can't-miss tackle prospect, I would have him take him there, but he's not. I don't even know if he's the best offensive lineman prospect in the draft. That could be Jonah Williams. So I got to go TJ Hawkinson here at seven. With the eighth overall pick of the Detroit Lions select. We're taking Ed Oliver out of Houston. Uh, Matt Patricia just finished his first year uh, with the Lions. Didn't go so well, but now he's got his old boy, Trey Flowers. And I think that you pair up Trey Flowers and Ed Oliver together to anchor that defense, that, that just bolster that defensive line. I mean, the guy's an absolute stud who can just create chaos on the inside. Another guy can, who can get double teamed. He's drawing a lot of comparisons to guys like Geno Atkins and even Aaron Donald. I mean, this guy had 53 tackles for losses in his three years at Houston. It's absurd. Numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. Not at all. I mean, there was some concern about his size, which kind of falls in, allows him to fall to the um, to the eighth pick. But I do see him going to the Lions in the top ten. I mean, this guy coming out of high school was one of the top recruited pro- pro- uh, top recruited prospects in all of college football. I mean, are we worried that he's coming from a smaller school? I'm not worried because they've played bigger schools they've, mm-hmm. they've played i mean they were ranked right you know throughout the the years that he was there under tom herman uh his first year um so i i think that they'll be just fine i mean this this kid could have gone anywhere he wanted in the nation he could have yeah he could have gone to any school he wanted and he, he was took, a top recruit and he picked houston yeah and i think they have they have good depth in the defensive line and again and that, that's a thing that's <clears> invaluable <throat> in the nfl today it's a top five need in my opinion you got Robinson, you got Snacks Harrison there, you got Trey Flowers. They didn't need to bring back Ziggy on so they could plug Ed Oliver in and they could really rotate some chaos in there when Snacks Harrison comes back out on passing downs. With the ninth overall pick, the Buffalo Bills select. Jonah Williams, offensive tackle or guard out of Alabama. If you're going to invest in Josh Allen, protect him. You got to protect him. You have to protect that man. He cannot be running for his life. Okay, let him make, let him sit in the pocket and make some throws. Williams, they wanted to play a guard at the get-go, so be it. He started three years at the top football university in America at tackle. Even if he doesn't play left tackle, he can play right tackle almost right away. I, I firmly believe that people are nervous about the size of his arms. I think he's got some power. I think he's a smart player. He's the guy you want in the locker room, and you got to invest in Josh Allen. you got to invest in the offensive line, and I think he's a safer pick than Jawan Taylor. With the 10th overall pick, the Denver Broncos select. Denver Broncos take Drew Locke out of Missouri. Now, this is where Elway tries to get redemption for drafting Paxton Lynch. I mean, Locke has great size. He's a fast quarterback. Um, His accuracy is a question mark, but, I mean, that can get polished in the NFL. He did play against some great SEC defenses, but he's a guy that they're looking to rely on to develop behind Joe Flacco, a guy who probably doesn't have much time left in the NFL, Um, but he's a winner. Um, so to learn from a guy like Joe Flacco, who has a Super Bowl under his under his belt, um, it's a great situation for Drew Locke to go under. And they're probably going to rely on Fangio to, to get the defensive pieces in the mid-rounds. And they don't really need to do a flashy defensive pick here um, because they do have a good defense. They do. I think if they're going to do a flashy defensive pick, it's going to be Rashawn Gary. Michigan yeah, kid. of course. Like play pair, him ag- pair him against uh, uh, Von Miller. You yeah, know? play anywhere on the line. I really like him. But I think Locke is I, – I like Locke coming out of the draft this year, you know, before the season started. I really liked Drew Locke. I mean, he was one of my favorite prospects yeah, coming out. Yeah, he can make the throws you need to make in the NFL. He doesn't turn the ball over a lot. His accuracy is a question. But he, Missouri is not nowhere near as good as any of the other SEC teams are playing. So I think it's a good bridge gap. You get that rookie quarterback under the rookie contract, which is inv- invaluable. 
if you have a rookie QB and a rookie contract who's good, I mean, you could just start throwing money left, right, front, and center at anybody in free agency on the defense. <clears throat> and guys are going to want to come play with Fangio. That's just a fact. I'm just going to – this is one of my opinions that I'll drop. Yeah. Taking my commissioner hat off for a second. But Shoot. I think that the Broncos miss again with this pick. I, I don't – I, it's not. I'm not. I'm not thrilled about it. I can't disagree. It's not with a you. thrilling pick, but at the same time, I'm not we, saying you guys are. You guys are right. I, I also think, don't know if we're going to be able to see that with it because I think this is going to be similar to like an Aaron Rodgers Mahomes situation where they sit out for almost a full year behind a veteran quarterback. Listen, that's what we thought that. with Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson ends up taking the starting. So job. we thought with Baker Mayfield too, but I mean, Lamar Jackson was. I mean, Flacco got hurt. That's the problem. I, I think. It's, I know. I think it could happen again. He's. He's. An old guy. I mean, or he's getting up there in age, and he's he's prone to injury. And I don't know. I'm not. I, I also don't think that the Broncos are going to find a ton of success with him right off the get go. And I think that they might get desperate, and they might throw Drew in there if they. Take I mean, him. look that that's a tough division to play in. Brutal. Yeah. They it's brutal. No, they have no shot at winning that division. They have no shot. Get your QB of the future. So you wouldn't do this if you're the Broncos and toss. I no, I mean, I think they have to. I understand why they're doing it because they have to take a shot on someone. They have to get a quarterback for the future. You know, they're in a less desperate situation than the Giants are, but they that that's their need. Yeah. And we don't. You know, we say not to draft for needs, but and you know that can end up drafting except, poorly. Except for but the QB. like, but for the QB, right? I'm, I mean, I don't know. I like him better than like Blaine Gabbert a couple years back. The last Mizzou QB taken in the first round. I'm I'm really he not sucked. thrilled by many of these quarterbacks outside of Dwayne Haskins. I think it's a fair statement, and I think you'll see later on that we drop some guys out of the first round, i.e. Daniel Jones. Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay. With the 11th overall pick, the Cincinnati Bengals select. This is where Juwan Taylor goes. Offensive tackle, Florida. The Bengals seem to perpetually be picking in the 9-14 to 14 range, like every fucking year. Every year. Yeah, because they start out good, and then they, they just start out like botch it. 3-1, and one, and next thing you know, no one can protect That was your, like, that so was much like your Dark Horse favorite team it's last year. Because, dude, it's like because their defense on paper is good. I promise you. On paper, their defensive good is good. Marvin Lewis is such a slouch head coach, dude. He is the biggest slouch He's of head now. coach. He's gone now. Good. Send him packing. One. Two. They cannot protect Andy Dalton to save their lives. Well, I mean, they can't protect anybody. They people, people get injured left could, and right they in, could in take, Cincinnati. They could trade up. There. The people are talking about them tra- trading up to get a QB or if a QB falls them taking him. It does not matter who you put behind, but under center in that situation because they cannot block for him. I mean, that, that organization gets riddled with injuries. All the time. AJ Green would have such a sick career somewhere else, I feel like. He's, but he's another guy that gets hurt. Another thing I, I'm, I'm hearing, and this is a wild deal. I, I saw this somewhere, and I had, th- I had thought this. I just hadn't like connected the picks. The Jets drop back to 11. The Bengals move up to 3. Send AJ Green with the 11th pick to the Jets. They get the 3 in like a 3rd or 4th rounder. And the AJ Green goes to the New York Jets. And then who do they take at three? Who do they take at three? Haskins. Whoever they want. At that point, they could take like a Williams. They could take a Josh yeah, Allen. Yeah, dude. If you, if you paired Williams and Atkins, do you know Atkins and and Leonard, or and Quinn Williams? Williams? That's like a thing I could see. But I, I, they're staying at eleven. We're not doing that right now. You gotta get your guy. You get 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 Taylor. At least let have him play on the right side for a little bit, and then move him over to left. He's gonna if he's healthy, he'll be an offensive tackle for years to come, and it's something they need. Whether Andy Dalton is the guy or not, a left tackle is is, is one of the most important, top five most important singular positions in football. You got to go get one. With the 12th overall pick, the Green Bay Packers select. Cody Ford, guard out of Oklahoma. Cheeseheads. This is where you go and protect your quarterback. Look, 
Noah Font might be an enticing pick, another tight end who came out of Iowa, but I think that Cody Ford's too good to pass up. Um, in recent draft history, you know, some teams have, have gone out and taken a risk in drafting guards early, um, like Zach Martin and Quinn and Nelson, and it has worked out for teams immensely. If you can hit on a guard early. If you can hit on a guard, you are money. Money. We've seen it not work out. Robert Gallery, Chance Warren. And this is by far the best guard in the draft. Yeah, yeah. And he could play on the he could play kinda he could kinda play anywhere in the offensive line. So he's versatile on the offensive line, right? If someone goes down, you can move him over to the right side. You can move him over to center if you really need to. And like again, like talk about like protecting your quarterback. The Packers have had this almost as bad of a problem as protecting the quarterback as the Bengals have had. And they have fucking Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. It's not like they have Andy Dalton. They have Aaron Rodgers, the quote-unquote, not only best quarterback right now, people are seeing the best quarterback of all time, the most talented quarterback of Gifted, all time. Gifted, yeah. Gifted, whatever, protect But him. who gives a shit if he can't protect him? Nobody. If he's getting injured and Nobody. if he's getting sacked for the you know most sacks in the NFL. And no matter what you think about Aaron Rodgers, he can do so much with so little as far as offensive weapons. He does not necessarily need a tight end. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talk about that being kind of a cornerstone for – for um, Got Super Bowl contending Jimmy Graham's teams. there, too. He's still there, Jimmy Yeah, Graham. Jimmy Graham's still there. And he had actually a pretty decent season last year. Not terrible. Yeah. Not terrible. So protect Aaron Rodgers because he's the guy. With the 13th overall pick, the Miami Dolphins select. Jeffrey Simmons, defensive tackle, Mississippi State. This is a very interesting pick for me. Um, I mean, he's coming off a massive injury. So this is a guy that would go in the top five or six or seven picks. Simmons, he's a guy that he's a, he's like he's a top five talent, I think, in this draft. The Miami Dolphins are, have one of the worst roster, rosters on paper. They are going with Ryan Fitzpatrick as it stands at quarterback. I think they could get a Daniel Jones or a Will Greer in the second round, and I think that may be a safer move because I think those guys, the difference between them and Drew Locke is no point, and I don't think they're going to get a Dwayne Haskins or a Kyler Murray in this draft. Or they could wait. They could be really patient. They could just say, screw it. We're gonna we're not gonna beat the Patriots or the Jets or even the Bills. They're the, by far the worst team in that division. I think it's it's crazy to say, but I think that's the case. I think their defense though could be solid. And I think getting Jeffrey Simmons, easing him back in, a very deep very talented defensive tackle, kind of shoring up that defensive front. I really like this pick for him. And if he comes back healthy, he could be an all pro type player. I love the idea of of uh, bolstering the defense this year because I agree with you. I do think they'll be the worst team in the division as well. Um they could be one of the worst teams in the AFC. I think, they'll um, finish. I think they'll be picking the top five next year. With that being said... Where they can nab a quarterback. Where they can nab Tua Tagovailoa, your brother from another mother. <laughs> or Jake Fromm. I, what I, about, uh, I think Tua fits way better or, with that. Or, or, or Herbert. Herbert. Or Justin Herbert. I think Tua fits great. Herbert fits great. And Fromm is... All three of those guys are better options than Daniel Jones. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. You, you're, you play at Duke. You play in the ACC. Outside of Clemson, there were no really good teams... Where are your numbers? I don't. Where, when, where are why, your numbers? Why the, reach the, it? Prob- 13, the problem is, might even fall to the second round. Anyway. Exactly. The problem is NFL teams don't tank. It's not a thing in the NFL. There's no such thing as tanking in the NFL. I, I don't care if you think there is. GMs put together teams to win. Oh yeah, you coaches coach games to win. Yeah, it's, I you can't tank. That. I understand that, but so, I think the Dolphins are have to re- they're restarting. They're definitely rebuilding. restarting. Definitely rebuilding. So they want to build the defense this year, and then if they do suck, then they'll take. A quarterback next year, really early in the in the top five, probably. Um, but they're not tanking. No teams tank, so I don't. Want, I want to get that out of the way right now. Yeah, yeah I mean, this guy's coming off an ACL tear, but Jalen Smith <coughs> happened with Jalen Smith, and he came back fine for the Cowboys. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah Miles Jackson awesome come back fine for the Jags. I think this guy will come back very fine, and I think he'll be very good and very productive. And I don't think it's a risky pick. I think it's almost a safe pick, and it lets the Dolphins kind of rebuild and start off the right way. 
All right. With the 14th overall pick, the Atlanta Falcons select. Dirty Birds, they're taking Rashawn Gary out of Michigan. Defensive end slash defensive tackle. This guy can play anywhere on the line, man. He is a beast. Um, pairing him with, with McKin- McKinley and, and Vic Beasley, where they can rotate pick. on you know inside downs. And, and, and you that's like just, this one. I really like this for the Falcons. This is a young defense that is just getting better and better. And if they add him, I mean, they don't need, I don't think they need much on the offense. They've got weapons. They've got a great, they have an MVP quarterback. You know, they've got good running backs. Um, I think that he's a top 10 talent, and it's a great pick at 14 for the Falcons. This is my favorite pick as well in the entire Bach. I think this is. I think he's a top ten talent. It's a sexy pick. It's a really sexy pick, and he and it's totally plausible. I mean, I think the Dolphins could take him easily. I think that's like a. I think honestly, the Packers could take him too. He he, or even you know what? I think the Bills or the Lions. Like he could really go in the eight to fourteen range. If he does fall to fourteen or even further, it's going to be one of those picks like the Chargers had last Derwin, year. He's like for Derwin James. James. Like how did that guy fall? Yeah, far. or Minka Fitzpatrick, mm-hmm. right? You know, like well, Minka was even earlier than this. Yeah, he was, or he was. Minka was fourteen or thirteen. Right, he was around there, fourteen, thirteen pick. And I, Rashawn Gary, I think, is a very sexy pick right here. It's a f- perfect fit. I mean, the guy, the, the the Falcons are like one piece away. That one, they're they're one home run pick away from being right there with the Saints. I think if they secure this pick, then they're right back in the playoffs with this guy. Yeah, I could. I I, yeah. agree, I, I agree with that take. With the 15th overall pick, the Washington Redskins select. This is the hottest take thus far. Get ready, folks. Hollywood Brown, wide receiver, Oklahoma. First wide receiver taken. For I, I am not a big proponent of taking a wide receiver in the first round, and I'll be honest with you guys. I never have been. He has to be Calvin Johnson, and even when the Lions took Calvin Johnson, their, their, their team was not good. They were horrible after that. And he retired. And he retired. You cannot build around a wide receiver. That being said, they got Case Keenum, who is a solid bridge back, bridge, you know, gap quarterback. I don't think Daniel Jones is the answer. I, I said that last pick or two picks ago, and I'll say it again. I think Hollywood Brown, just they have no weapons. They have nothing for this guy. They have AP, they have Darius Geis, and I, I think those are two good running backs. It's a good running back duo. Their offensive line when healthy is really good. Their defense is very solid. And they just added Landon Collins. I think that was a great pickup. So they don't necessarily need to go defensive backfield here. And I think that they've gone defensive line with Darren Payne, Jonathan Allen, the uh, care again. So they've gone defensive line lately. I think you get Hollywood Brown here. He, this kid just screams Tyreek Hill to me. He's a little smaller, but you got that guy who can just, you know, burn defenses, make quick cuts when you give him a quick pass. He could do screens, you know. He could five yard outs, you know, ten yards off the field. He'd cut in. One on one, he's a nightmare. Right, he it, once he gets ten yards out, twenty yards out, fifteen yards out, you have to double team with safety, and then you, that could open up the field for a guy like Josh Doxson, a possession receiver, and make some plays. You know, ten yards in within the first down marker. I think Hollywood Brown is just a, he's he's not the workout warrior DK Metcalf is. He's not as talented as run, route running and catching. You know, his hands aren't as great as AJ Brown's are. But as far as dynamic playmaker, Hollywood Brown is the most dynamic playmaker in this draft. I think that. Drafting Hollywood Brown would help them with Dodson. He's a guy that is just amazingly you, you gifted, get, and I think that open up the field for this kid. Yeah, I mean, I, look, he was taken the first round too, and I think that he's. I mean, he had injuries too, but he's got the ability to be like a Mike Evans. I think. Mm-hmm. So. And he had a he had a night he had a nice second half of the year last year. As good as he could have had, yeah, could have had. You know, they they have no normalcy at quarterback ever. Even with Kirk Cousins there, he was on one year franchise tags, one year franchise tags. You know, there's no consistency. And I don't think they're going to get in this draft. I think they'll probably be picking in the top 10 where they can get one of those three quarterbacks next year. With the 16th overall pick, the Carolina Panthers select. Carolina Panthers getting Montez Sweat. 
defensive end out of Mississippi State. Bro, this guy is a freak of nature. I mean, he's got unbelievable size, overwhelming power, you know, amazing athletic ability. He put up some stupid numbers at the combine. I mean, this guy gets to the quarterback with ease and just getting that edge rusher that that they've been needing for so long that they used to have, you know, in, in Julius Peppers back in the day. You know, like, this guy is perfect for Carolina. Um, he reminds me of Peppers a lot, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, I mean, like, I just mentioned how um, how our boy um, Rashawn Gary could be like Derwin James, but if he falls, he'll be like a Derwin James as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and this guy just has unreal size. 6'6", 264, 4. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. Like, come on. That's absurd. Mo- monstar. He's he's a monster. He's a redshirt senior. This guy is he's 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 can play right away for the Panthers again. Like they can be like the Falcons if Cam is healthy. They could also be one piece away from competing with the Saints. It's a very that is such a tough division year in and year out. I mean, you have Cam Newton, you know, a former MVP. I mean, build up the defense. You know, support him on that side of the ball. They've got a good offense, man. they're, the offense is not bad, dude. Yeah, McCaffrey's great. McCaffrey is awesome. Actually, he's really fucking. They've bad. got a, a pretty decent line. Yeah, it's, you know? a, it's a really good football. They team. could use they could use a couple receivers here and there, but I mean, they they're a team. I mean, DJ I Ron Rivera is a defensive coach. He was a former defensive coordinator for the Chargers. So yeah, uh, you got to go with the edge rusher here. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna buy DJ Moore this year. I'm gonna buy him hard. Yeah, yeah, love that. Love that too. Okay, with the 17th overall pick, the New York Giants select. Andre Dillard, offensive tackle, Washington State. The Giants get their QB of the future at the 6, shore up the offensive line at the 17 in round one. Two birds, one stone, baby. They lose Odell Beckham Jr., but I think Dillard's Looking ahead for the future. Looking ahead for the four-year starter at Washington State. He's an absolute beast. Look at the numbers the quarterbacks put up at Washington State. Falk, Minshew didn't miss a beat. He's a massive reason why, you know? I, it, it, it's it's kind of when Whitworth went to the Rams and all of a sudden Goff's numbers went up through the roof. McVay is a great coach, but you need that left tackle. You need that tackle, and he doesn't have to play left tackle right away because they have Nate Solder in his massive contract. You know they have Solder, they have Hernandez. They just traded for Zeitler from the Browns and, and another deal. I think it's a really good situation for Andre Dillard where you can start at right tackle for the Giants and he can kind of play right away. With the 18th overall pick, the Minnesota Vikings select. Chris Lindstrom, guard out of Boston College. Uh, he's got prototypical speed or size and speed for an interior lineman. Um, and I just think that this guy, like I said with Cody Ford pick, you got to get the guards. And I think that if you know you hit on the guard, you're, you're set up for success. And he moves really well. They're also a team that really needs to get that run game with Dalvin Cook you know, into it. Um, this guy has the ability... Um, to make the necessary blocks off the line, but he has the quickness to also get to the second level for the big plays. Yeah. And that's what you need, especially with a guy like Dalvin Cook who can get, you know, he 10 yards down the too. field yeah, and, and get some blocking down there. I think a big issue had with, they had was protecting Cousins, obviously, but also opening up the pass for Cousins. And if this guy's moving across and, you know, dragging for, guy, dragging for Dalvin Cook, moving up the field for Dalvin Cook and hitting some linebackers and opening up the run and letting him free, I think what this guy can do with Diggs and Thielen. Yeah, that opens the play action for Diggs yeah. deep down the field. I mean, they're obviously, like, utilizing Thielen in such a great possession type of role. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, like, 
Diggs could really have another awesome year again and even have a better year than he had this and past year. And kind of year. take his game to the next level. Absolutely. This team's not missing a lot of pieces. They had a disappointing season last year, but I think that they can get back to the top if they really, they really hit I don't think they're – I think whereas the Falcons and Panthers are missing a piece, I don't think the Vikings are missing a piece. I think, think, I think they just had a bad year. Yeah. They should have a bad year. And I think if they can get a guy, shore up the offensive line, you know, make that look nice and pretty, I think they can get right back to it. Cool. With the 19th overall pick, I'm the Tennessee little, Titans select. I'm a little torn here, but I'm going to go Brian Burns' edge out of Florida State. His lack of size will cause him to drop a bit, but his productivity in 2018, 10 sacks, 15 and a half tackles for a <laughs> loss, combined with his freakish athleticism, make him worth the first-round selection. It'll be interesting to see how he's used. He functions greatly off the edge, but if they could use him as a hybrid linebacker role, he may excel there too. I mean, they got Corey Davis, right? They've invested a first-round pick in him. They have Derrick Henry. Marcus Mariota just has to stay healthy. They've invested so much. They've invested with Taylor Luan, Jack Conklin. They've invested a lot in the offensive line, right? This the Mariota just has to stay healthy in the offense. They could take Noah Font here. That could be another pick for them. Like, no, I could see Noah Font going here. Um, I don't think they'll take another wide receiver here. I'd be kind of shocked. But I, I, I think Brian Burns is a safe pick. Really bolstered that defense. They, they go against Andrew Luck twice. They go against Deshaun Watson twice. Um, they go against Nick Foles twice. You got to have a good defense to boot. And then, and then you know what? The Colts, the Jags, and the Texans all have good defenses. You got to compete. You got to compete on both sides of the ball in that division. With the 20th overall pick, the Pittsburgh Steelers select. DK Metcalf, wide receiver of Ole Miss. Um, personally, I don't believe that he is the better wide receiver out of Ole Miss. But I, I think, agree with you. I think A.J. Brown is the better wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, though, the Steelers are in win-now mode. And while they still have Big Ben under center, they need to go out and get that monster out there, put him on the outside opposite of Juju. I mean, it's a frightening sight when you have him and Juju on each side of the ball. Um, they lost A.B. to the Raiders, but, I mean, look, he's, no, he's not going to be an A.B. right off the bat. He might not. He probably will never be an A.B. But this guy's size, his speed, is just something you cannot pass up on. He doesn't have Julio Jones' hands, but he has athleticism. And you know what? A.J. Brown has more of a potential to be a number one receiver, but you don't need D.K. Metcalf to be a number one receiver in Pittsburgh because Juju is. Juju is. Juju's that guy. So what? How can you open up the field for Juju? How can you, you know, draw safeties away from Juju? Open up the run for James Conner. Open up the slot for James Washington, or or move, you know, Juju on the inside and have James Washington on the outside. How can you maneuver Juju on the line and, and have Big Ben utilize him more? And I think Metcalf is just a matchup nightmare. You have to put your biggest guy on him, mm-hmm. okay? And that's really going to help Juju Smith-Schuster. And that guy will look scary in black and yellow. He looks sick in black and yellow. I think it's gonna look so, it's so. I think it's just a cool pick. All right, with the 21st overall pick, the Seattle Seahawks select. Grady Williams, cornerback, LSU. The Seahawks are one of the hardest teams to predict come draft day. I, I, it's like I can't do it with them. It's crazy. I never know what the hell's coming with these guys. It's insanity. Um, I mean, we didn't even know if Russell Wilson was going to be on the team a couple of days ago. No clue. Um, but they need to pair Shaq Griffin with another elite-level cornerback, and it's going to be tough for Pete Carroll to pass up on a guy like this. Safety here, they could take um, Gardner Johnson, a guy you love out of Florida. Nick, they could take Jonathan Abraham, um, one of those safeties, or Adderley out of Delaware. You know, they could. I think I just think it's a reach to take the, one of those guys over Greedy Williams. Mm-hmm. He is the best cornerback in the draft class. He's super talented. Um, he can high motor, high motor, good size. He can guard a number one wide receiver. Um, not cr- his turnover rate is not crazy. If he had more turnovers, he'd be yeah. picked higher. 
But you know what, man? That's... They need to rebuild the Legion of Boom. They need Everyone, to... the, the, all the cast members are gone now. They yeah. need to start over. They got to recast, man. They got to recast the show. Yeah, it's a reboot. It's a reboot, baby. It's a reboot. It's a good old ABC reboot. <laughs> um, but they have good. They, listen, if they they may keep if they trade Frank Clark for a first rounder, they'll pick that up too. I think that's also a guy to watch and draft. That if you traded him, Clowney, AJ Green, all these guys could be on the move come on, come on Thursday, which would be super exciting to watch. I want to throw that out there. Uh, Frank Clark, but if he stays, they have him. They got Bobby Wagner. They have really good pieces on the defense, and I think pairing him up with Shaq Griffin is something that would be too hard to pass up because this guy's super talented. He could be a great number two cornerback on mm-hmm. your team. Definitely. With the 22nd overall pick, the Baltimore Ravens select. A.J. Brown out of Ole Miss, wide receiver, the best wide receiver in the draft. I cannot say this anymore. I, I Look, I think this guy has such great potential. He runs the cleanest routes that I've seen in a long time. I mean, he could stop on a dime. And look, size, speed, hands, yes, they're very important when it comes to being an NFL receiver, an NFL or receiver at any level. But running clean routes and getting open is so valuable. Who does he remind you of? <sighs> he, I mean, he reminds me a lot of Antonio Brown. I'm not going to lie. He does. Uh, really? Yeah. But, I mean, Jarvis Landry as well. Um, I think Landry is a safer pick, a lighter Hopkins, just the hands. Uh, yeah, I think I wouldn't go as far as Hopkins yet just because I haven't seen enough of it yet. You value Hopkins more than you value Antonio Brown? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I do. That's wild. I think Hopkins is the most gifted receiver in the NFL. Really? Yep, I do. I mean, he's look, I mean. Gifted? Yeah. I, think it's, that, that's, I think Julio is most gifted. I, I think Hopkins is more gifted. Okay. I really do. But we're not discussing that here. (laughs) We're discussing A.J. Brown. Um, This is just a great pick for the Ravens because, I mean, look, they don't have dazzling receivers right now. They don't do any receivers. They don't have any. I mean, they had Crabtree last year. Gone. Gone. Willie Sneed. See you later. Willie Sneed 4 is their number one. Yeah. Bye. Don't don't want to see that. Might as well be you. Ligma. Yeah, yeah, I could I could probably walk on and 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 uh, be in the practice squad at least for the for the Ravens, Ravens and maybe yeah. make the squad. Papali. Yeah, at that point you got to be get go with AJ. Yeah, Ray. I mean, but like Lamar Jackson's their future. He's got nothing, you know. Yeah, he's a good running quarterback, but you you want to be able to open up the pass and the run. You want to be able to be scared from both sides. And they just got Mark Ingram too, on their veteran running back. Yeah, it's such a classic Ravens thing to do, dude. Yeah, man. McGahee, you know who who did they have after they who they have at one point? There's someone I'm forgetting. Ray Rice. He wasn't a veteran though, and they had like one veteran guy. Oh, you mean Charles bring? Lewis? You mean they? Yeah, he, they drafted. They brought him. in a veteran. You mean? Yeah, but was it just McGahee that I'm thinking? Uh, of? Did they bring in Danny Woodhead? <laughs> no, they for set. They had him. I just feel like it's like such a Ravens, oh. like a like Eric Weddle crap. I mean, other guys in other positions. It's just like a Ravens yeah. thing to do is go yeah. out and get one. Of those yeah. Guys. Well, now I mean, look, in recent years, their GM has not is Ozzie Newsom, right? Yeah, he's he, gone. Yeah, he's gone, and he never used to draft wide receivers in the first round, mm. and now. New regime. I think AJ Brown's Brown. pick. Yeah. <clears throat> With the twenty third overall pick, the Houston Texans select one of my five favorite guys in the draft, Dexter Lawrence, nose tackle, Clemson. Give me a guy who clogs the middle like no other. With Watt and Clowney manning the outside, bum rushing the quarterback, the Texans would relish landing a guy who can clog the middle, drawing double teams like nobody's business because of his ability to move his massive size on every down. Lawrence was the anchor on a fantastic Clemson defensive line, and people are going to be like, okay, was he the product of a great defensive line? Hatback was a great defensive line, the product of him, right? He can still play the 4-3 if, if they mess around with the way the formations. He can play on the inside of a 4-3. I just think he's got great great speed for his size, and what, what it takes to block this motherfucker 
This guy's just a behemoth, dude. He's so big. He's like the three of us combined together. He really is. Motherfucker Lawrence. He is, yeah. He's like the three of us combined <laughs> together. And if, he, and if he wasn't suspended for the playoffs and didn't miss those games, I, I think he'd be picked in the top 15. I think those off-the-field issues are dropping him. And he's, a, he's just blatantly a nose tackle. But as a, as a Patriots fan who had Vince Wilfrick for years, he is, other than Tom Brady and, and Rob Gronkowski, Vince Wilfrick is the most valuable Patriot of my lifetime. Wow. Vinny? Yeah, Vince Wolfrick. No. Vinny Wolfrick. Big, big leg Vin. Big leg Vin. <laughs> big overall Vin. Big overall Vin. He did love barbecue, yeah. <coughs> the Texans, and the Texans have Vince Wolfrick, and he's great for them. I would love to have Vince Wolfrick on the podcast. Yeah. But if any fans know him and can make that happen. I was actually thinking about that. We've gotten lucky with, like, Rivers. Even, like, Leaf was a big dude, but he wasn't massive. Like, these stools, they're, like, good size for us. Yeah, they're, like, good size for, like, yeah, we'd Vince have to Wolf. make we'd have to make, make some adjustments for for Vinny Wolf. <laughs> wow, <laughs> okay. he definitely collapse these stools, smash them. With the twenty fourth overall pick, the Oakland Raiders select. Oakland Raiders of Las Vegas select Devin Bush, linebacker out of Michigan. Why do you keep going with that one? Because like this is meaningless. So they're playing for Oakland now. Like they're they're going to Las Vegas. I don't know. Um, <laughs> who cares? Okay, I'm saying it. Uh, Devin Bush. Um, you look, you want to build defense in round one. Um, there's no need in getting a running back here um, because you'll get a running back with your next pick. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, but they can they could draft Devin Bush here. Um, he's a little bit undersized, but we talked about this with – if they're taking Quinn and Williams at four, they're mm-hmm. going to take Devin Bush here Yeah, because they need – that linebacker that we talked about. Now, if they take Devin White at four, then they're not taking Devin Bush. They'll take a Christian Wilkins here, who's still right. available. On exactly. Board. But in our mock draft, they took Quentin Williams at four, so they're mm-hmm. taking Devin Bush here. And we've already touched on this. They need to be able to have athletic linebackers that can match up with the Hunter Henrys and the Travis Kelseys. Big time player of the year, man. Defensive player of the year. Yeah. He's an absolute stud. He can really do it all <clears> on defense. I'm not going to shy away from his height. Look, this is the guy as a Charger fan that I want for the Chargers to take at 28. I would love for the Patriots to take him, create some depth on the, on the you know, linebacking. But game. I don't see him falling. What's a better combination? Devin Bush and Quinnen Williams. Or Devin White. Or Devin White and Dexter Lawrence. If Dexter Lawrence would fall there. Or Christian correct. Wilkins. Correct. Christian Wilkins. I, Devin White. I, I still think Devin White's. Um, Devin White. Yeah, Dexter Devin Lawrence White because I think the difference. I, it's actually a really good point. I think I would say Devin White because the difference between – Devin White and, and Bush is greater yep. than the difference between Quinn and Williams and Wilkins or Dexter Lawrence. That being said, I think they have a better shot at grabbing Bush than they would at, even though we have Wilkins and Farrell falling and like Dexter Lawrence falling into the twenties. There's a there's a better shot that those guys go earlier than Devin. Yeah, Bush. man, you never know how this shit plays out. <laughs> yeah, this shit could play out. You never, you really have no clue how this is going to play out. So I'd feel safer with Quinn and Williams grabbing him and getting it. We also haven't made any. I mean, like we're doing this a clean mock draft with no trades. Like you, there's going to be. So many you, have to be, you have to be nuts to do a mock draft with trades. You have to be off your rocker. Some Stephen King, blackout, pill deep, writing book shit. Uh, weird, weird reference. Whatever with the means. 25th overall pick, the Philadelphia Eagles select. Cle- Cleveland Farrell, baby. Defensive. Give me these Clemson guys. Defensive and Clemson. The Eagles have to go Distant with the best. Distant cousin of Will Farrell. They have to go, <laughs> they have to go with the best player. They have to go with the best player available. 
Jacobs is going to be tempting, but they just grabbed Josh uh, Jordan Howard via trade. Long and Graham aren't getting any younger. This defense are, is already stacked with the defensive line. Adding Farrell to the mix seems unfair and almost unreasonable. Again, he's blatantly the best player available, and I think adding him definitely doesn't hurt. He fits the 4-3 defense like a glove and is super long. While he doesn't possess the burst of speed that some of the aforementioned ends do, which is why those guys went earlier, he is super long. Letting him grow into the system might make the pitch might make this pick uh, match made in heaven. He's great against the run. You know, a guy that can just get his arms out there and stop a running back on the edge, seal the edge when a quarterback tries to move. You know, kind of get over get over and cover in the flats. You know, rotate him in with Barnett, rotate him in with Graham and Long. You know, you already have Fletcher Cox right there. This defensive line is so deep. Keep these guys fresh. I love the Farrell pick right here. Even though some a cornerback or a running back will be tempting, I just think you got to go value here. With the 26 overall pick, the Indianapolis Colts select. Christian Wilkins, we're keeping it with Clemson. The Clemson boys keep coming off the board, defensive tackle. These three guys are going to go in the first round. I think that's a bit of a lock to me. Yeah, I mean, they deserve to. Drew Locke. Uh, I mean, the Colts last year were the most positively surprising teams in the NFL. We we had them as the worst um, in the preseason. We thought they were going to be the worst team. They were one of five too. Like I was sitting pretty with that pick. Yeah, and they turned it around really quickly. And their defense was one of the better defenses in the NFL, anchored by, you know, Darius Leonard. It might. It was our. It was like a, that was a top five eater words of the year. That. Yep. Um, maybe I was wrong. Maybe I was wrong with the Jazz being the Rockets <clears throat> in round one. Yeah, but I mean, shoot your shot. Here, shoot your shot. Up. Here, this is just a, <laughs> this is just a great pick for them. I mean, he'll start right away. Pair him with Hassan Ridgeway. Um, he's not, you know, going to be that guy who's going to get double teamed or, or um, you know, create as much of a a look that like Dexter Lawrence and Quinn Williams will. But he'll be a very good piece for them if they decide to add him. Um, and I mean, look, this team has the picks and they have the money they to have build sec- they have the, the, the championship. Pick, they need. Man. They have the Jets' second round pick, which is the second pick in the second round. They got Taekwon uh, Lewis. He's really good. They drafted him last year of Ohio State in the second round. Jabal Shearer was really good for him last year. They could pair him with Marcus Hunt as well. Justin Houston, they added. They got yeah. Darius Leonard, who's a stud. I mean, this defense is really good to boot. I think Christian Wilkins is a perfect fit. He doesn't have to do too much right away. Mm-hmm. With the 27th overall pick, the Oakland Raiders select. God, how many freaking picks does this team Sweet. have? <laughs> Josh Jacobs. They could, they, they could be moving, dude. This is a team to watch, baby. Josh Jacobs running back, Alabama. This could be the walk-off home run for Coach Gruden. All right, he hits in the first round. He's a touchdown machine with good size and ability to make tacklers miss. Super effective in one-on-one situation and is a solid you know pass catcher out of the backfield. He's got a really good burst of speed, and he's pretty elusive for his size. Right, He's 5'10", 220. He's a pretty big boy. The most intriguing part about Jacobs is his mileage. Only 120 carries last season. It's not like a Leonard Fournette situation where this guy was running to the ground from the day he stepped onto campus. You know, Christian McCaffrey or Saquon Barkley, where the entire offense revolves around him. Jacobs is kind of like an afterthought into the later round, later years of the later, you know, later part of the season, right? He really comes onto the scene in the later half of the season. 120 carries is not a lot for a top-tier running back. or the, David Montgomery, a kid out of Iowa State, has infinitely more carries than this kid does. Mileage is massive. Just look what the Rams did like for like a small sample size. C.J. Anderson came on to the Rams like week 14, barely played the entire season for the other teams he was on, and he, he's got fresh legs. You cannot coach fresh legs. This is a running back stud with fresh legs, right? And I think this is a really good fit for the Raiders and could be the final piece of the offensive puzzle. He is a Raider. That's such just that's just him. He's such, football, he's such a raider. He's such a raider. Do we have a comp for him? Brandon Sony Jacobs. Michelle. No, Brandon Jacobs. He's like Brandon Jacobs is six four, dude. This guy's five ten. Michelle. He's five ten? 
Yeah, Sony. He's a really guy. He could, he Is could, he that small? Yeah, he's not, he's 5'10", 220, bro. He's not that He's not as elusive, though, I don't think. But he's got that pop, dude. He's got that good first step, and he is pretty elusive. He he, he just looks so big on the field. I think he yeah, makes, I, he makes I thought tackles he was way bigger than that. I thought he was elusive. He looks massive. Foot. No, he, he just the way he wears his pads, too. He just looks really big in that Alabama uniform. Okay, maybe because his name's Jacobs. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, a, he's, a, he's a beast, dude. I I, I think Sonny Michelle's a I miss Brandon Jacobs. So did I. My, Brandon Jacobs and Mod Bradshaw is the OG combo, bro. Okay. I will be surprised if Jacobs is that fast. And that quick, like Sony Michelle is, that would be a surprise to me. But I'm excited to see now what team takes him, um, and and how he. It's turns funny. Out this is NFL. interesting. This could be one of the first years that there's no running back taken in the first round. I completely disagree. I think this guy's going in the first round. I'm, I'm just saying, if, if he doesn't, this is interesting because he's the only one that I think will. If yeah, he's the only he one going to go in the first round. Um, I actually think he'd go a lot higher than this. I think he could. He could I, go to the Eagles. I think uh, no. I'm talking like I think he could go to like. I think Green Bay is a super wild card team for him. Yeah. I think um, a team like Miami could be weird and take him. Uh, you know, like a team you could go across. Oakland the board. could even go early with him. Oakland could go earlier with him, right? You, you, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with this kid. With the 28th overall pick, the Los Angeles Chargers select. Oh, the Los Angeles Chargers of San Diego? Uh, <laughs> they're going to take Paris Campbell here. Look, Josh talked me into this. I did. At first, I was like, defense. Defense, defense, defense. Dexter Lawrence, if he's there. Devin Bush, if he's there. Even Rashawn Gary, if he's there. I mean, with that being said, those guys are not there in our mock draft. Yeah. Um, Paris Campbell. Um, they lost Tyrell Williams, who went to Silver and Black to play in Oakland under John Gruden. He was a big piece of their offense. Um, this wide receiving core is just absurd. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are trouble. Um, they're probably going to cut Travis Benjamin. That's okay. what I'm thinking because they owe him, you know, a few million dollars, and he doesn't contribute enough to make that money. Not worth He's it. He's a speed demon, but you know, he drops a lot of passes. He's not very big. Paris Campbell is a speed demon. Too. Paris Campbell can fill that hole immediately. He's like a Percy Harvin 2.0. Yeah. He could be, you know, he. I mean, look, in the right system, he could be the best rookie out of all these wide receivers. You never know. Um, but I think that's a sexy pick for the Chargers. Just add to that already scary offense that they have. Their defense is great. I, I mean, I think the biggest need for them would be the, um, you know, interior line and linebacker. But if you have the opportunity to take a guy like this, then you're going to do it. I mean, we saw what Paris Campbell did for the Ohio State Buckeyes. This guy's really fantastic. He's, is he your favorite receiver, Toss? I think he is. I mean, it, it's hard for me to say that. I, I didn't get to watch enough of Ole Miss, and obviously, like, I've got nothing but the utmost respect for Hollywood Brown. I mean, that and mind you. He's, he's a stud, but Paris Campbell impressed me the most when I was watching college football games this year. He's so impressive. But, and mind you, one of our guests that we had a couple months ago, Ryan Leaf, who is a guru when it comes to drafts, we asked him who the Chargers going to take, and he said they're going to take a wide receiver. Yeah, he yeah. said that a couple months ago. Yeah. I think Paris Campbell's a really he's like a Swiss Army knife, dude. Like I think the Paris yeah. Campbell comp is yeah. really good. I yeah. mean, that's like he can return punts, thing return kicks. Is how he transitions from being utilized at every facet of the the football field, you mm-hmm. know, and then and now coming into probably a slot position and and really just you know honing in on his route running and and figuring that out and, and being a deep threat. But um, but I think he can do it. He's a better he's a Better Curtis Samuel, and Curtis Samuel is starting to find his way. Okay. With the, I agree. <laughs> With the 29th overall pick, the Kansas City Chiefs select. Byron Murphy, cornerback, Washington. The Chiefs need some help in the pass rush, but that, you know, that's just due to a loss of personnel, right? 
you could get a pass rusher later. There's guys, I mean, I think Jalen Ferguson, Louisiana Tech, I mean, not a big school guy. I really like him. I really like his size. He's a super big dude. But again, they get a Chase Vinovich out of Michigan in the second round, and they get one of those guys yeah. coming off the edge. I, I, DeAndre Walker, if he falls at, out of Georgia, I could see the, the Chiefs snabbing him. He's a really good fit there. I think Byron Murphy is blatantly the second-best cornerback in the draft. I do love DeAndre Baker, but Murphy is got good length. He's 5'11". He gets good turnovers. I think he's a good cover cornerback. I think it's something that they need. They just got Tyron Matthew. They got to really bolster up this defensive the, backfield, they, which, was, which was lost since the, they lost Marcus Peters. The Chiefs front office definitely is going to um, take these guys. I mean, I think they've already brought them into the organization and you know had interviews with them and worked them out. Um, they're definitely going to look at a bunch of different corners. I'm sure they've looked at Rocky Sin. I'm sure they've looked at DeAndre Baker. I'm sure they've looked at Greedy. I'm sure they looked at Byron. They can um, maybe... <clears throat> this is a team that can move up. Yeah. They need they need secondary badly. This is a team that if one of these... This is a team that also, if one of these big pass rushers starts to fall, like if, if, if Sweat or Gary start to fall, or Cleveland Farrell start to fall, the Chiefs can move up and get one of those guys. Yep. Which should be interesting to see. Watch the Texans pop back at another pick, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, bolstering that defense in any capacity is just going to help Mahomes that much more. Yeah, he guy can't do it himself. That's just the blatant truth. Okay, with the 30th overall pick, the Green Bay Packers select. Nikhil Harry, Josh's favorite receiver in the draft. So sick. Wide receiver out of Arizona State. I mean, the guy's an absolute animal. Does it all. Yeah, it does it all, man. He's got the size. He's got the speed. He's got the big playmaking home run ball ability. The only thing that I am concerned about that he could definitely work on is the way he catches the pass. If you look at his highlights, he body catches a lot. Mm-hmm. And if you know you if you don't know what body catches, he he uses his arms a lot and uses his chest a lot to catch the ball. He doesn't use his hands as much as I'd like to see him do that. And in the NFL, you have to use those hands. I mean, he has the ability to make one-handed grabs. I've seen it before, but he has a tendency to use the body catch. And a lot of guys who do that in the NFL drop a lot of passes. So that's a little scary. But he could fix that. Um, but with he's that so big said, body, he's got good speed too. He just looks like a freak. Yeah, he, 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 you know, low and away. I mean, he's a really great fit. And you said your dad, your dad watched him live. Well, yeah, this is, and I, was like, I, I, I was talking to my pops. He went to Arizona State versus Arizona that game um, in Arizona. And I had mentioned in this kid on the show, obviously, a bunch of times, and I mentioned him in passing. He's been one of my favorite players all of college and in the preseason, too. And I told my dad to watch out for him. And halfway through the game, my dad texts me and goes, who's number one in Arizona State? And I know who wears number one. It's Nikhil Harry. I go, why? He goes, this guy is an absolute freak. Yeah. And the eye test, man. A guy who's seen football. My dad's 65 years old, you know. Um, a guy who's, I'm joking, he's 55. <laughs> <laughs> a guy who's watched football for years, right? And, you know, it's the eye test. It really is a cure-all. I think you bring up a great point about body if he, catches. If you can't get over that that issue, Nick, it's a huge red flag for me, and that's why he's not my favorite mm-hmm. receiver. If he can't get over that, he'll never be a successful number yeah, one receiver in the NFL. Never. Yeah, but like the thing is, I don't he, care. He, I don't care what his athletic skill set is. I agree with you, but he doesn't have to be a number one right away in Green Bay because they have Devontae Adams. I think he, I think he could be like Alshon. Yeah, it's a good comparison. That's what I like from. Yeah, Alshon catches with his hands though. So Nikhil, <laughs> get to it, buddy. Before we uh, move on to the Rams pick, Josh, you want to make a trade with me real quick? So you take the Patriots and I take the Rams. Yeah, cool. Cool. So I'll do this one. 
With the 31st overall pick, the Los Angeles Rams select. Oh, me? Okay. Uh, Garrett Bradbury, center out of NC State. Look, they have... Such a boring pick. I'm glad he took that one. <laughs> it is a boring pick, but you know what? Fill the need. Fill the need of your team. You know, in this in this specific circumstance, you don't need to take best available because you already have best available throughout your entire team. They don't have any holes. They were in the Super Bowl last year. They lost to the better team. But I think that they can get there again, and they could potentially win it with another year of, of, of Goff, another year with McVay. They didn't lose any of the receivers. Um, they lost LaMarcus Joyner. Maybe they add a, a safety. But I don't think this team has very many holes except for the line. The line a is Cooper old. Cup back on their roster. A girly fully healthy. Yeah. Fresh girly. Exactly. Another year of the MVP or the defensive player of the year, uh, Aaron Donald. I mean, I think they got to force in the defensive line a little bit, which is why I I like the guy who I have for the Patriots, the Rams, but I think Bradbury's a safer pick. Yeah, he's a safe pick. And look, their, their line is not getting any younger. They have got no. old guys on the line. They need that stability, especially if you want to keep Goff healthy. Good especially young center if you, to pair with especially Goff. if you want to keep Gurley healthy. Yeah. So Good and that was, and that was one of the bigger problems at the end of the year. Is Gurley wasn't healthy. And you got and Gurley is so good and effective in the red zone up the middle. I think Bradbury having Bradbury there to really ensure that that, that continues is is a fantastic pick. And the Patriots, so Sunners, yeah, we have love for you in the first round. Yeah, <laughs> and the yeah, and the Patriots. And look, the 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 Cowboys at thirty one in twenty thirteen went Travis Frederick, and that was the, that was it, man. And now that the the Rams were in a better position than the Cowboys were back then, but that was the glue that kind of kicked it into high gear for the Cowboys. He was like that. Mm-hmm. They had Smith and they had Martin, and he 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 was that guy that they went and grabbed. So I think that was a good pick for them. With he, the, he was he kind of initiated it. With the 32nd overall pick in the NFL draft and the last pick in the first round, the New England Patriots select. Jerry Tillery, defensive tackle, Notre Dame. Big body defensive lineman who could cause problems in the interior when placed in the right situation, and there's no better situation to be placed than the New England Patriots. They can go a number of ways here. We've mentioned Jalen Ferguson, a defensive end, an edge guy out of Louisiana Tech. Wouldn't be surprised if they took him. But Chandler Johnson, a guy you kind of sold me on him a little bit, Nick. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Cha- Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Um, what did I say? Chandler Jones. <laughs> Chauncey Gardner-Johnson out of Florida, the safety. He's super versatile, can play pretty much anywhere in the defensive backfield. Versatility is Belichick's middle name, so I think it's a guy to look there. You got to look at Daniel Jones. I think they'll consider him here. Um, Debo Samuel as well, a wide receiver you like, and Noah Font and Irv Smith. They'll consider all these guys, and probably even consider Dalton Risner out of Kansas State. Mm-hmm. Right? I think Tillery is a fantastic player. They put him right in there. Um, they kind of missed in the Malcolm Brown pick out of Texas. I think this is the guy they go and get to kind of replace him right here hmm. and, and and really shape up that defensive line. Awesome, Toss. After listening to the mock draft, any questions you got for us, man? Anything that stood out that you yeah, know, no, I mean, I'd love to hear. I mean, I know No Font's a guy that's you know popped up multiple times. Who are like the guys that most other analysts have going in this first round that that we don't, and why is that? Well, Daniel Jones, um, just because of the fact that a lot of these teams probably aren't sold on the fact they played for Duke. At the same time, the teams who are looking to pick Daniel Jones have the better ability to draft the defensive players and wait till next year if they really need to get a quarterback. I think Jones is going to go in the first round. I think someone's going to trade. I think someone's going to take Well, He was just left out of our mock draft. He was just left out of our mock draft. It's <clears> just, <throat> I just wouldn't take him. I, I cannot get, he could be very good and I could totally eat my words and I'd be happy to. I'll always root for a kid. I, I, I just wouldn't be taking him here. And Daniel Jones, um, 
he's just not a sexy pick for me. And there's teams that, that could be taking him that could fit better needs and grab better football players. Um, I, th- I do think a team will sneak in there and grab him when time comes. Yeah. He's a guy we left out. But other than that, we pretty much hit all the bases. DeAndre Baker, Font, Smith. I mean, just they're not massive needs. I mean, I do love the tight end position. I have a tight end going seventh overall. Um, but there's just so many good football players on the line this year. And that's where you win football games outside the quarterback position is on the line. It's the left tackle, anywhere on the offensive line, anywhere on the defensive line are, are the most important positions in football. A couple guys that um, – a few guys that we have mentioned and some that we have not mentioned that probably could sneak in the first round because, like like we said, this anything is – Anything could happen. Yeah, anything can happen. This is like a crapshoot, especially when you get to the later picks. Um, Chauncey Garner-Johnson, safety out of Florida. Uh, Rockison, Temple Corner. Um, and then Mac Wilson, linebacker out of Alabama. I think he's going to go higher than people think. I think it's a really good. I like. I'm glad you brought him up. Um, but I don't know if we'll go in the first round. Uh, but I think that's easy. He's a good guy to consider. If if the linebackers go off the board sooner than later, if if Devin Bush is not there, you know, in the twenties, then he's going in the first round. Just, a name to watch is Titus Howard, Alabama State tackle. He just didn't play at a big college, but those guys who, who those are the guys that fly up and are really super successful. The guys that yeah. big tackles that don't play at big schools. Mm-hmm. He's a guy I like to watch, and he's yeah. a guy that could sneak in there yep. too. And tight ends too, like we said, like Herb Smith. Yeah, those guys. You know, and even the guy out of A and M. Yeah, but the kid out of San Diego State would go ahead. Sternberger. The kid out of San Diego State would go ahead of him. I think. Um, I like the kid Josh Oliver out of San Jose State. I think he's pretty good too. Um, I think those guys will go ahead of him, and there's a big gap between Smith, Font, and Oak, and, and Hawkinson. I think Hawkinson is is a real talent and a real game changer. There's other guys, you know, you could kind of get get him in the second round and get him early, and, and be confident getting him there too. All right, real fun, quick question for all three of us to see the closest we can get. You guys don't know this question yet. You have not had time to think about it. What school will Mr. Irrelevant come from? Hmm. So, for those who don't know, Mr. Elwood's the last pick in the draft. Ball State. Ball State? Yeah. Joshua? <sighs> Josh is cheating right now, by the way. Tyree Jackson. Well, I didn't say who. Oh. I said what. I said Buffalo. What? I think he's going to be Mr. Elvin. <laughs> cool. That's why I think so. That's why I think going to be Mr. Elvin. The quarterback. Quarterback. Yeah, I, I read an interesting article about him. They I said that he, they said that he could be a home run or he could be a he's too boomer bust dude he kind of he reminds you that's why he's gonna go earlier than that i think i think a team's gonna be like oh yeah let's take him in the sixth round he reminds me like logan thomas the kid at virginia tech a couple years ago he could boomer bust he could be a tight end in two years so i think he'll be like yeah for me uh i'm gonna go and say utsa utsa former ust utsa uh student my freshman year go runners baby let's get rowdy road runners let's go oh wait last thing where's uh what pick is Charles Menehu going to go in the second round? Our, our Longhorn, our, our highest Longhorn. He will be the highest Longhorn. Drafted. Yeah, we yeah we asked I asked that question to you guys in the car. Who's going to be the highest Longhorn? You guys said Charles Menehu. I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty confident. It's gonna I be think Charles I think he'll go. I think he'll go like mid second. Yeah, like early second, mid mid second. I maybe like in the fifties or forties. Buffalo. Yeah, I like that. I could see him going to Buffalo. Buffalo grabs him there. I think it's a good fit for him. What is that? Is that? Pick 41? Yeah, I could 41, 42 kind of range. I could see him dropping, honestly, like the 50s. Yeah. Right? Because he's a senior. Yeah, I could see maybe the Browns nabbing him, getting some depth in the defensive line right there. Yeah, they love love that. Okay. Well, guys, thanks so much. Of course, man. Yeah, no problem, Commish. 
Great stuff. Uh, and as always, for those of you at home, swing on a full count, rip that puck, sink those putts. Drag both feet. Drag both be- feet and bounds. Most important one, baby, because the NFL draft's coming. And hit your free throws. Why, guys? Because they're free. We out you. We love you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.